0: Hello everyone, welcome to our channel. My name is
1: Roshan, and I'm Avi and we have our special guest again today with us Priyam and you're watching the Real Nonsense Podcast. to our show today and guys uh, today's topic what we are going to discuss is racism as an Indian this is not something which is so far far away for us it's 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 very fresh for us I mean we have been uh, a victim of racism for years for ages and why it just takes one life of George Floyd to actually bring this up uh, into the light and how you know people have been quiet for entire decades and you know, so this is what we are going to discuss today and I'll probably ask uh, Priyam to start the topic, the podcast.
2: Yeah, again, thanks for having me over here. It's it's great talking to you guys and uh, yeah, I very, very sensitive topic today. I mean, uh, it's very important to discuss these things uh, these days. It's become very important to talk about these things. Like we have come a long way from what it used to be, right? What the world used to be. If you see, especially in the Indian context, if you see uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we never really talked about racism. I mean, uh, it was there. It was a part of our everyday lives, right? Like, uh, suppose Abhi, you are Bengali. How many times have you heard the same joke that uh, I You know, things, things like that. Like every, I am Gujarati, every third person who meets me is like, my dal is too sweet.
1: We have people with all all types of skin colours from the north. You have people who look like as white as milk. You have down south where people are darker and you have you have brown brown colored people. So even in our country when you know I have I have seen we have grown up seeing that ye kala hai. Arre, ye bahut safed hai. you know, so it's not that our, our society has been completely away from this. I mean we have been part of it, we have been part of the problem as well. As a culture, we have grown up uh, with racism, uh, not realizing,
0: again, uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, they might be, you know, uh, being uh, racist towards someone, which is, which is how, you know, it works here. Nowadays, people, there's more awareness. People know, you know, what can offend someone. But then, uh, as you mentioned, you know, racism based on color is one thing, but in India, there are again you know uh, based on the, the features based on what what clothes they wear based on you know uh, how they look uh, you know we have
1: this uh, ongoing problem with northeast anybody who looks who comes from the northeast i think uh, has been has been uh, said stuff has been i mean has been they have been called chinkies they have been called oh chinese so this is something which is very silly and very ignorant and I don't know I mean I have other words to say but I would say this is very naive from our society because I think even as our country internally we have not educated ourselves that much that even the generations which are coming up now they are they're still the same. I mean I have not seen much changes though at least in our country if I say. Growing
0: up uh, you know you used to come across these Sardar jokes yeah, is, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think I am guilty well, of doing it myself. Also, if you go down south, people who wear uh, lungis. Yeah. You know, people yeah. have uh, like madrasis. You know.
2: So, Rushan here speaks one of the most flawless Kathiawadi, which is a very specific dialect of Gujarati, uh, which is limited to the northwestern Gujarat region. And he still gets called Chinese.
0: I mean, I haven't faced any kind of strong racism or something against how I look or, you know, how I dress up in Gujarat, especially. But yes, uh, some people who, you know, who are curious have asked me, but I wouldn't deny that, you know, a lot of uh, innocent people, I would say, you know, may have called me, but I I haven't faced that strong. But, you know, the thing is, in india the racism is on your face now people yeah, yeah, out and they also expect right. you to be very okay with
1: it So talking about the latest events i think we all now we are pretty much aware of the george floyd incident and i just want to stress for the fact that i mean um, yes i mean this is something which is not acceptable and it has to be condemned, everyone needs to be punished, people need to learn. Like, we coming from India, like the second most populated country in the world, and wherever we are, I mean, we come in different colors, and we have been facing this for ages, and I just want to say this, that when, I mean, when all this happens, and you go online, and you see people putting placards, Black Lives Matter. Yes, they do. They're putting, I mean, all this, all this is wrong and all that you see online. I mean, at the end, we are just left with a Twitter tweet. To, that is all we can do. I mean, aren't we like beyond that? Like every time there's something happens, we are seeing online petitions. And the other day, I mean, even Priyam put out a very nice, uh, I think, a WhatsApp status message, which I saw. Like, uh, when did, I mean, putting out online petitions actually work? I mean, all this is fine. But where do we draw the line that, okay, this is enough? Like, you don't need a George Floyd to die to actually ignite this issue again. The point
2: here is that as soon as you define a set of people, okay, who who have something in common and you set them aside and you say that you are different, you identify this different uh and you separate out your own set of people, you know. It's it it all comes under uh, racism, in my point of view. You call it stereotyping. Some might call it racism, but they are all the mother of same. Uh, I mean, uh, children of same mother. This or that. I think for the viewers, it's important to understand that it's it's the same issue. Okay, it's about it's about discriminating against the difference that we have. It's not about the difference that we have. Okay, so uh, African American people are dark complexioned. Uh, most, I mean, not most, Caucasian people are light complexioned. Okay. That's a difference. That is a fact. That is there. Okay. But just because someone is from African-American descent, uh, discriminating against them, you know, not not giving them a job or uh, giving them a lesser opportunity for education or giving them a lesser benefit of doubt because of a particular stereotype, uh, which might even ruin their lives, that Comes under racism. I think what we need what the problem over here is discrimination rather than identifying the differences in the races.
1: In India, I mean we know there are a lot of foreign tourists who come to India every year. For the viewers, I'm not trying to blame, you know, play the blame game or the victim card here. But so whenever I see the Europeans visiting India, I mean this is something which is very common and it hurts. Because they come in, come in flocks and they go to places like Varanasi, they go to places in the northern part of India, and what do they do? They sit among themselves and they don't even talk to Indians. And this is something which I have seen in a show called Bald Bo- uh, and Bankrupt, where even uh, the host of the show has actually acknowledged this fact that, you know, when you are bloody visiting India, I mean, come on, the least you could do is actually talk to them. So this is something which I have a problem with because... It starts from there, you know, when when you call yourself a white man, I mean, people whose skin color is very, very fair, very, very white, I call them white men. So when, I mean, because this treatment for us as Indians, I'm only talking about Indians, probably, I mean, Mexicans will talk about themselves, South Americans will talk about themselves for their treatment from America. But what I want to say is, even, you know, this is the same society who are tweeting right now for the justice uh, For the George Floyd case, this is the same society who actually when they visit countries like this, they don't even want to talk to the locals. I mean, because why? I mean, there is is that hesitation and, you know, somewhat that comes from the upbringing as well. I mean, when you probably you grow up in your own country and you are taught that way. You are taught that way that white is the supreme color. And, uh, you know, and this is, and the brown or dark brown, or for that matter, black, I mean, these are not the supreme color. So this is a problem which I have seen, and I just want to highlight this because it really bothers me when I go to places like Varanasi and there are 20 Europeans sitting and they don't even want to look at you and acknowledge you, either they feel, okay, I mean, probably this guy is darker and he might be dirty. Dirty, okay, that is a problem which we could rectify, but darker, no. I mean, it's not going to help. We are not going to become any whiter again. So this is something which I wanted to talk about because this has been, I've I've been seeing a lot of travel videos and, you know, many people have actually told this that whenever they visit Varanasi or places like this, you know, even if you visit places like Kasol, you know, you will have those... um, you will have those uh, shops where it is, it is exclusively for uh, Europeans. Fine, fair enough. I have no issues with it. But won't you even talk to me? Come on. I mean, come on. I mean, this is outrageous. I mean, I'm not connecting this to racism anyway. But I'm, I'm, I, see, I see a problem there. And this is a problem which will lead to racism. If, if it is not, then it will lead to
2: it. Uh, they don't do this when they visit other white countries. Right? Like Americans yeah. visiting Germany. Uh, Germans don't, uh, a lot of Germans don't speak English. A lot of Europeans don't speak English, right? But uh, there's no problem over there when they are mingling with the locals. You know, It's just, uh, I think it's just something Asian country specific. Maybe we are poorer or something like that, but uh, still uh, it's a good point, yeah.
0: In India, uh, what I feel is racism is not even that big deal because we have a bigger problem which is casteism yes and we already have a bigger daddy there so racism is just a normal life for us we don't I mean, racism then
1: poverty you know,
0: i mean what not if you're from not a oppressed caste and uh, if you go to uh, another country uh, you feel you feel that skin based racism but otherwise back in india people with oppressed caste have uh, don't have access to uh, higher knowledge or higher studies uh, they don 't have access to better jobs, so this has been going on for for decades and it, it's it 's a part of society and uh, i'm I'm glad that you know a lot of uh, i mean we, we have come so far and uh, you know there have been uh, a lot of changes in terms of how the society is operating now but then still there is there is this uh you know casteism plus racism plus stereotyping it's you know there's still this kind of uh, air uh, where you know you are people are sensitive
2: this thing is the fact of our society if we talk about this in principle you know uh, it becomes hard to relate but uh, let me just share a small ground reality with you right because this thing comes uh, comes back to haunt you when you are trying to make important decisions for our lives so uh, now I, I live here uh, there's a there's a society over here and uh, it's uh, it's just spread around a small area uh, around a kilometer diameter and uh, in my so-, so in this society where i'm currently staying uh, there uh, a person is actually trying to sell their house okay and uh, they're trying to sell their house and the major concern of our society me- uh, members uh, all the society members over here for right now is that uh, you know they might sell the house to someone who comes from a lower caste you know because those those people uh, are you know scheduled caste or uh, from scheduled tribe you know and and this is just like they are still hindu okay i mean if they are muslim then forget it they they are if they are muslim then they are not getting that house at all and this is the crude reality of uh, our Uh, you know, our system in India. It definitely matters. If you belong to a minority, if you are a Muslim or if you're a person from lower caste, I'm sure, I'm 100% sure that you have faced discrimination uh, in one way or another, especially when you're going out to buy houses or stuff like that, you know. And this has a long-term effect. This has a long-term effect in a way that, uh, see, what will happen is that, see, uh, eventually all the Hindus and all the higher caste people all these people will start living together in one place okay all the muslims will start living together in one place okay they won't communicate they won't mingle okay they don't know anything they don't know shit about each other okay and then you know if a small dispute occurs then all of them start fighting to each other and since they are not involved with each other socially they will you know they will find it easy to kill each other see how this small act of racism incites a very long uh, very uh, strong cycle of hate and uh, you know violence uh, I, among I, I communities. Think we,
0: we have seen, uh, we have seen uh, the outcomes of similar incidents uh, earlier this year before the corona yes, yeah. in India
1: glorifying uh, ads which we see of fairness screams in India I think you know it was not a problem 20 years back because as a nation, we were still learning. But in 2020, this is a problem which I see and this, I mean, because, you know, it's not a problem. You are making a product, you sell, I mean, fair and lovely. Anybody, Unilever, they're making a product, you sell, fine. But when you are making an ad for making somebody fairer or whiter for that matter, you are actually glorifying the color white. In general, in Asia,
0: it's not just India. I've also seen the similar uh, advertisement in Thailand and uh, there, I think it's more because people bleach their skins and stuff. Glorifying Indian uh, women uh, in, in a white skin, uh, very unnatural way, and selling your product, it puts more fuel to the mentality that people have that being fair is more prettier than being having a more dark complexion, basically
1: going back to the George Floyd issue. And uh, when this something like this happens, I mean, for this to not happen, I believe strong education is needed. But from what level? Like, how do you actually start? Say, when a child grows up, say somebody in UK or US, how do you educate them to actually, you know, they grow up to be not like this? Because, I mean, the guy, the police officer who did this, he was in his probably late 30s or... Mid 40s, so he's probably, he probably was born like 1980s or something. So if a person from that era, so I mean, so we know they, they don't understand. But how can we educate people that okay, guys, you have people from all colors, and probably you know the 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 fairer race is actually lesser in number than the than the darker race. That's a fact as well. So how how do we make People feel and how also we make people who, I mean, I'm using very kind words, how we make people, you got to teach your child. I mean, they cannot grow up and become like this. The basis of uh, the whole, uh, you know, racism
0: problem everywhere in the world uh, comes from the fact that, okay, so one one of the thing is, uh, it's a natural human instinct, you know, to... Uh, distinguish yourself from someone who's looking different, okay? And that's a natural response uh, as a human uh, and that we understand. But uh, I think it's in, in this 20, 21st century, we, we have grown uh, out of all of that instincts and we've learned to live together peacefully in harmony, uh, you know, appreciating each other's uh, races and cultures. And you as a society, Uh, you know, put other culture or other race uh, and you see them as a second class uh, race. So, you know, that obviously will escalate to them uh, having difficulties uh, with a lot of other uh, things uh, settling down in a society, which leads to, you know, a lot of other crimes and it divides a society in such a way that that specific race, is looked upon as inferior, I would say. Inferior, yeah. A, a small kid, he sees that, okay, there there's a family with different race, they eat, uh, they wear a specific clothes, they live in a specific uh, neighborhood, they eat specific, or they, they drive specific cars. So he's already, you know, making an assumption in his mind and he already, he's distinguishing himself right there. We're all humans, after all, and everything can be, you know, made different. The way how society is working right now, but people need to open up more. People need to accept more, and people need to forget the past. Uh, you know, um, obviously, when you, when you give someone some uh, opportunities, uh, there are a lot of possibilities that can happen. You know, uh, people. Don't do bad things uh, just because they want to, but there are a lot of circumstances that make them, you know, go to that path. I would say so. I guess uh, yes, that this can be solved, and uh, how? Well, it has to begin with with a very basic level on how we see the people. That's what I feel.
2: There's nothing wrong with uh, recognizing those differences as long as you don't discriminate. You know. Just uh, first step is uh, to bring such a large change into this society. It, it, it has to come from somewhere. It has to come uh, mostly, I guess, from the government. You know, the first the government has to make efforts to abolish such a
1: social need system. To acknowledge this as a problem, I think, first. Yes. Yeah, that is something which I think for Indian society, which is still a long shot because we have other issues, but probably we'll get there eventually. But at least for the other countries, I think yeah. I mean, acknowledging this as a problem is at least a step forward. Once those
2: laws are enforced that prevent people from discriminating against each other, you know, uh, they they will just you know the more more and more people will intermix. You know, uh, in the in the sense that you know they'll. Uh, in the sense of their livelihoods, I would say uh, that, you know, more and more, more and more people will interact with each other. When they interact with each other, they develop empathy. When they develop empathy, they, they see that, you know, this person might be different in their skin color or, uh, you know, how their hair is or how they dress or how they talk. But you know, they aren't really different you know, because they, ha- they also, like me, have a family to feed. You know? They have a wife and kids having, uh, waiting at home. They have old parents to take care of. They have similar problems and uh, we're living on the same land. And you know, that empathy will then further translate into compassion. And that will then abolish that discrimination from the society to the point where government will not have to enforce those laws anymore. Social media has that shady personality, you know, it's always it's always involved in uh, it's like that shady investment bank, which is always involved in some or the other financial fraud, especially when it comes to people, you know, uh, enforcing the political correctness or people trying to just pose around on social media just to seem socially acceptable rather than, you know, making any uh, any advantageous impacts to the society itself. So what are your thoughts around that?
1: I get very surprised when celebrities write Black Lives Matter, but they don't talk, they don't want to talk about NRC, they don't want to talk about other things, they don't talk about seditions. I because I think you know you have to start from your own backyard. You know, we live in that hypocritic world where You know, a life taken far, far away is, uh, I'm not saying it doesn't matter, it does, everything matters, but how we as a society only react to problems in the West. And, you know, coming from India, I mean, we all know what's been going on and what has happened in the last one year and uh, there are so many issues to talk about.
0: I think uh, there is a voice uh, which has already been raised and you supporting that is good, but then... Uh, you know, you also have to raise your voice against
1: the migrant
0: lives that matter
1: in India. For last one month, there have been migrants, lakhs and lakhs of migrants who are not being able to go home. Like, if anything happens, your country is gonna stop. Like, it will stop functioning. There is no labor to do stuff. I mean, they are not being able to go home i agree black lives matter there is no second thought about it but why don't you tweet about that why don't you write that did why don't you write that does government do enough for the migrants do you have the balls to write that i just want to talk about this because celebrities often take the easier path of you know Following a trend, oh, fine, let's condemn it. Oh, we condemn animal deaths, you know. When an elephant was, the recent elephant incident in India, oh, everybody went on a rampage to sign online petitions. Online, okay, if I go and sign an online petition, is it going to solve this issue? I'm not going to talk about Tom Cruise or Will Smith, but I'm going to talk about Indian celebrities because I think they should now probably be more more sensitive and more informative sensitive i think is something which i would have told them 10 years back but now they have to be more informative more knowledgeable you have to have that knowledge because you are traveling all sorts of places you are working with all sorts of people you are tweeting all sorts of garbage but you don't have time to tweet this
2: these are the set of people who have most viewership on, the, on, a, on, a, on that it platform. Is, it is very say.
1: surprising when Narendra Modi's Swachh Bharat Abhiyan was going on and every Tom, Dick and Harry went with the broom out, went, with, went to a village, started, you know, got a pose with it and they posted and it got retweeted. Every actor, every actor has done this. So, I mean, come on, like, cleaning your house That's, is not Swachh Bharat Abhiyan. That has to be done.
2: Uh, you know, Swasbharata Abhiyan is still going on. It's, it's yeah. not, it, was, it yeah. wasn't a one-time thing.
1: It's uh, <laughs> it's an ongoing thing. It's not that great when thousand buds are falling on the road, which is actually creating havoc. I mean, uh, these are the things also, I mean, just adding, that's all, just adding in the show. I mean, uh, today we're talking about racism, but I think these are few things where it all starts. I was 20 years old, 10 years back. So we are also growing. I mean, probably I am, I am better than what I was five years back. So, I mean, I think we all need to learn. It's good that we are talking about
0: all these different topics and all these, uh, you know, things that we have inside us. To all of those people who are raising concerns, please don't ignore, uh, you know, your own uh, surroundings and the country you live
1: in. So, guys, thank you very much for being in this uh, podcast. Thank you, Priyam. Thank you, Rushan. And viewers, please like, comment, subscribe. Put down your comment section. Tell us what more you want us to talk about and we will get back. Until then, guys, see you again.